Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome once again to Edge Talk Radio, where we give the give voice to the soul of the Edge Magazine. This is Kathy Jacobson, and you'll find me here every when every third Wednesday of the month, and we explore various events that are happening in the Twin Cities area. And we have a very special event coming up, and we're going to be talking to three people. Um, we're going to be talking to the coordinator of the upcoming Paganicon conference that will be held at the Doubletree Park Place in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, starting March 17th and running through March 19th. And then also joining us today will be Nels Lindy, who is the featured ritualist for the event. Nels is is the author of a new book, Taking Sacred Back and Participating in Sacred Fire Circle, and who will be presenting an opening ritual along with Judy Olson Lindy on Friday uh, the 17th, titled Draw Near and Fear Not. Then we're also going to be speaking with Carrie Toring, a Nordic Roots musician, dancer, and staff carrier who will be the opening uh, act on Friday evening with uh, cow calls, horn blasts, rune songs, and fennec runos. Uh, this will be the fourth time Carrie has musically welcomed Wendy Rule to Minnesota. So it should be an exciting show. Uh, I wanted to remind everyone that you will be able to find the Edge magazine free on newsstands at over 400 locations throughout the Twin Cities metro area and also in some places in outstate Minnesota. You can also find us up in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, some parts of western Wisconsin, uh, so and northern Iowa. And if you have any questions on where you might find the Edge in print, go to www.edgemagazine.net. You'll also want to be, uh, check the digital edition, which you can read it from cover to cover. It's the exact rendition of what we have on the newsstands in print. And as always, if you'd like to subscribe, you may do that online as well. So, so without further ado, I would like to bring on a couple of my guests. Uh, Let's talk with Lori Froberg. She is the coordinator uh, of the upcoming Pagana Conference, and she can give us a little bit more information. Um, Welcome, Lori. Well, hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, and how are you? I'm sure you're busy at this time with the show coming up. Yes, we are very busy. We're looking forward to an exciting event coming up in March 17th through the 19th. And so this is our busy time. This is when it's full speed ahead, trying to get everything coordinated and everything together. And just a clarification um, on my title, I'm actually the public relations and marketing coordinator, not so much the coordinator, but I am on the board of Twin City Pagan Pride. So um, I'm one of of about seven board members that are highly invested in this event at this point. So... (laughs) Well, it's quite a big endeavor that you all have taken on, and you've done this for how many years now, Lori? 
this will be our seventh year. Um, this just to give you a brief introduction about so your listeners understand what Paganicon is all about. Um, Paganicon is a three-day indoor conference. Um, we offer the pagan community and anyone who is interested in paganism um, a safe, fun social environment and educational environment. We offer workshops, panels, discussions. We offer social space, music. We have a ball of vendors and much more. We can get into some of that later. But the Paganicon is an event that's organized by Twin City Pagan Pride and a bunch of volunteers that we heavily heavily rely on um, to provide an educational social venue for pagans, Wiccans, heathens, druids, and people of other folk craft, indigenous or magical traditions. You have to excuse me. I work overnight, so I just woke up about a half hour ago. <laughs> I'm still, still trying to find my speaking voice here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, it's it's a huge event for us. We've been doing this seven years, um, growing slowly but surely. Um, we started back in 2011 um, with a one guest of honor, um, uh, the the ball of course. We had probably a little under 200 people attend. Now this year we've grown so much. We've added an art show along the way. We've added other features along the way. Um, we've got two guests of honor, two special guests, two featured uh, uh, four featured guests, and and a Friday night concert. And we've got, um, of course, the ball as always. And so we've got. And last year we had, I think, a little under 600 people attend, and we're looking to break those numbers again this year. So um, we've really grown. <laughs> And people have come to um, find us in one way or another um, through word of mouth, social media, that kind of thing, learn about our event and and learn that, hey, look, here's a a very cool event where I can meet um, other pagans and get involved and make connections and socialize and learn and share um, information. So yeah, it's it's um, it's come along over the years, and we're very excited about it. This is our big to do of every well, one of many, one of a couple of events that we hold um, yearly. So the other event that we have is a Twin City Pagan Pride Fall event, but this is our spring venue event. Okay, all right. Well, we've got a couple of your guests that will be coming on, but first let me ask a little bit about what is the lineup of guests that you have for the weekend? Yes, 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 we've got, first of all, we've got our guest of honor coming on. We've got Michelle Bellinger. She's an author, a cult expert, um, a gifted psychic. Some of you, some of you may uh, paranormal activity fans may recall um, she's been a guest psychic on paranormal activity um, television show in the past. We also have Laura Tempest Zach Roth. Laura was with us for the first time last year and she made such, such an impression that we brought her back as 
our guest of honor this year. She is a artist, author, blogger, dancer, designer, an event producer, teacher. She just pretty much does it all. <laughs> and she will be joining us. We also have for our featured guest here, um, Jason Mankey. Jason Mankey is also an author um, who um, actually is the uh, writes post for Raise the Horns blog site at Pathios Pagan, and he is their channel editor. He came out last year, and he is returning as a feature guest. We also have Prudence Priest. Um, Prudence Priest is a proud, caring member of Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell, <laughs> which I think is very interesting. Okay. Um, she's been a <laughs> she has uh, she has been a high priestess of Amerisense Energy. It's just a Greco. Norse Coven since 1971 and CEO of Freya's Folk, among other things. And then, of course, we've got Nels Lindy on the line here with you. And along with Judith Olsenlin, his wife, um, they are volunteers, active volunteers, ritualists, authors. They just wrote a book. I'm sure he's going to tell you about it and tell you about um, the ritual they will be doing. Um, for our ball this year, we will be having our Equinox ball. will be headlining the Nathaniel Johnstone Band from Seattle, Wisconsin. It's uh, they're uh, vibrant and cross boundaries and borders, resulting in a, a blend of European, Middle Eastern, and South American music with jazz, rock, surf, folk, gothic, and steampunk influences. So they'll be providing an interesting show for. Um, our Equinox Ball, which is always on a Saturday night. Um, now, the new this year, um, this is the first time we're doing this, we are doing a Friday night concert. Um, and to get more involved and bring more musical entertainment to our attendees at the convention, it is being headlined with Wendy Roll. She's an Australian visionary songstress. Um, who is just an awesome artist. And we've got someone opening for her, Kari Train, who's on the line with you. And I'll let her introduce herself and, and what she will be bringing to Beganicon as well. Um, so we also have, and normally that usually does it for the, the lineup, but we have two special guests attending this year. We have Sharon Day, who is uh, one of the founders of the Indigenous Peoples Task Force, formerly known as the American, Minnesota American Indian AIDS Task Force. Um, she will be joining us. She is enrolled in the Boy 40 Band of, of Ojibwe. We also have Chief Arable Looking Horse. Um, Chief is... The youngest, the 19th generation keeper of the sacred white buffalo calf pipe, the youngest ever. And if any of you have been following what's been happening out at the Standing Rock Reservation, he's been very influential about what's been happening out there. And so he'll be bringing some of his experience and information 
Um, they're both, both Sharon and Chief Orwell are quite um, influential and activists in the um, local Native American community here in the Twin Cities area. So that's okay. our lineup. So we've got a lot of people coming. Well, that sounds really exciting, and um, we'll come back to you too, Lori. I'm going to bring Nels on uh, to tell us a little bit about what uh, he is going to be doing for the opening um, ritual, and then we'll bring Kari on uh, shortly thereafter. But I'll leave all of you on here in a, in a little bit. So, um, Hi, Nels. Are you with us? Uh, yeah, I am. Can you hear me? I can Hello? absolutely hear you. Okay. Yes. Can you hear me uh, okay? Yes, I can hear you fine. Uh, yeah, Wonderful. my wife and I, Judy, uh, are uh, the featured ritualists this year, and we'll be offering the the opening ritual on Friday evening. And uh, Paganicon usually has several rituals that take place, but this will be kind of the the opening ritual that sets the tone for the conference and, uh, you know, gets everyone engaged in the right frame of mind for the rest of the conference. Um, okay. So, so now give me a little bit, a little bit of info about, about you. I, I, I mentioned some earlier when I was introducing you, but, um, Give me a little bit more history of who you are. You you just put out a new book. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, well, my wife Judy and I have been ritualists. That is, a, you know, people who create ritual for others uh, for about 25 years, and we've done uh, uh, rituals for you know small groups all the way up to 800 people. And so uh, we learned a lot in that process, and uh, last year decided to write a book, which we'll be uh, signing at uh, Paganicon. And it's about putting on rituals for, for groups. And uh, a lot of the uh, things that go into ritual are, uh, you know, it's, uh, a ritual can have a, many different definitions, you know, all the way from a habit to a a formal ritual in a religious tradition. But what we present is what we call community ritual, where we'll uh, take a large group of people and uh, move them into an experience and engage them and uh, create a, a sense of community, a sense of uh, their own spirituality and vision, and uh, m and move them on to the rest of the conference. Um, we're, uh, we kind of got our uh, start doing mostly rituals at festivals, outdoor festivals. Um, and so for us, this is going to be a little bit new. It's the first time we'll have done a very large indoor ritual, uh, which is, you know, kind of a, a different uh, venue. Uh, you know, outdoors you have nature to rely upon. Uh, indoors, you know, we're in a hotel room, but we're going to try and make a very sacred and engaging experience. So how does a, a large group come together for ritual? How do you put that together? Is that a little more difficult than a, than a smaller group or just a couple people? 
Oh yeah, and and we have you know oftentimes you work with people that all have uh, you know a, a lot in common, either a, a belief system or a, a spiritual path. But at Paganicon, we have a whole range of people from all different kinds of paths. So uh, we're going to include some basic things to bring them together. Uh, you know, we'll we'll create a sacred space. Um, we like to use a lot of song uh, because song is a, you know, touches humans in a way that words usually can't. And that's part of the process of, of creating a, a good ritual, I think, is to uh, look at the, the amount of words you're using and how necessary they are because, you know, people get uh, lectured you know, in all other areas of their life, when they want to come together for a spiritual purpose, they don't want a lecture, they want an experience. And so we design an experience that that flows uh, in time so that people aren't standing around wondering what, what's going on and what they're doing. They just come in, they experience it. Um, uh, we'll have a kind of an energy-raising section of it where we'll join together and and raise some uh, spiritual energy and uh, direct that to, you know, benefit the conference. Um, it's, we use, we're engaging a lot of local community folk to help put us, help us put this together. It's, it's not the kind of thing, especially one this large, that just one or two people can do. You, you need a whole team of people to, uh, you know, help the singing, help move people, help uh, uh, the whole ritual be created. So that's part of our mission is to, you know, gather that group of people, make a team, and present it. So the intention of the ritual at the beginning of the conference is to kind of set the tone for the rest of the conference as far as... as, um, the energy goes, is that kind of the purpose of, of doing the ritual at the beginning? Uh, yeah, that's the purpose, is to draw people together and uh, start off with a, uh, a good communal feeling. Uh, in our case, we were tasked uh, with working with the theme that Paganicon has, which is, um, I think it's called a journey below uh, through the looking glass. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, that brings up, conjures up certain things to mind, but we decided to um, use a a poem, a story. It's called The Lady of Shalott, and it's by Alfred Lord Tennyson. And it's the story of a uh, princess who is uh, cursed to be bound in a castle, and she can only experience the world through her mirror. And so uh, a lot of times for ritual, if you can tell a story, you know, you've automatically got people engaged in in that story. And so we're going to use this story of a lady cursed to only experience the world through secondhand experience to uh, bring all the participants to a place where they are uh, able to uh, acknowledge the difference between direct experience and secondhand experience and... uh, and then proceed to the conference, which is filled with direct and first-hand experiences. It's not social media. It's not fake news. It's not the newspaper. It's just what they experience. 
And so that'll be our goal is to kind of bring people to that place and send them off to the rest of the conference. Okay. All right. Um, stay with us, Nels. I'm I'm now going to bring on Kari so she can tell us a little bit about uh, the concert at eight o'clock. Um, so and then after this, I'll bring all you guys will all be on and we can all have a conversation mm-hmm. and you can uh, tell us a little bit more about what will be happening. We've got a little more time this afternoon. Uh, Originally, we only had till 3.30. We actually have all the way till 4 o'clock or whenever you guys feel that, that um, we've gotten enough information about the conference. So uh, hold, hold on one second. Hey, Kari, are you with us? Hi, I am. Hi, thanks for there? coming. I am. I was just speaking with Nels and um, talking with Lori about the conference. And so you're going to be coming on uh, for the opening um, act at 8 o'clock uh, with music, along with That's Wendy right. Tell us yes. a little bit about what people can expect. Well, <laughs> I am a Nordic Roots uh, musician and artist, so I will be... Um, I think doing a lot of the things people love to hear me do, such as the um, blowing my cow's horn and um, doing the kulok or uh, kulning, uh, cow call uh, singing, um, which is really, uh, I think a lot, I think there have been a lot of, uh, Facebook has had a lot of cow calling ladies uh, videos and stuff kind of going around, so people really love to hear that. Um, and I'll be singing some original as well as traditional um, pieces, runos and rune songs as well. Um, and then just sort of warming up the crowd to welcome Wendy Rule. Okay. All right. Now, Kari, you are actually local here in the Twin Cities. Is that correct? Yes, I am. That's great. Well, tell us a little bit about, for those that may not be familiar with some of the work that you've done, um, can you talk just a little bit about some of the uh, things that you've done? You talked about uh, the Nordic roots. Can you explain a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, You know, I've been uh, living, of course, in in Minnesota all my life and have been very fortunate to grow up in Minneapolis with uh, not just an abundance of uh, pagan community around me, um, but also a very strong part of the Scandinavian folk community here. Um, And so... When I started, I started to sort of get involved in the pagan community here in the late 80s and at the same time was introduced to the runes, the rune alphabet as a, an undergraduate at St. Thomas and in the, you know, in the late 80s and those kinds of, the, um, and then I was doing, uh, you know, original folk music uh, around town. Uh, and around the state. And in 2003, the sort of divergent 
uh, pathways kind of finally came together for me um, when my Scandinavian folk uh, community, my rune studies, and my um, spiritual practice really coalesced. And I began reconstructing the uh, staff-carrying women's traditions um, of old Norse society and um, have just been working within that, um, you know, within these communities since then in development of, um, of my work both in performance and dance but also in metaphysics and cosmology and healing. Um, so... Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's been um that sort of was my path and in the meantime I um have recorded some uh music CDs that uh that have both an entertainment quality as well as an instructive quality to them and um mm-hmm. I'm just published a second edition of my rune book which is called Rune The Runes a Deeper Journey and so it, didn't, it was supposed to be a second edition to my 2007 book, but it um, kind of took a life of its own, and it just completely replaces the the first book. So, um, so that's that's been what I've been up to. Um, I work, you know, equally um, among different groups, diverse groups, spiritually. Um, <laughs> between uh, sort of heathen and pagan festivals and uh, sort of Lutheran church basements and Sons of Norway groups across the United States. I've just been really fortunate that my work uh, is, is, reaches that deep root that everybody, regardless of their particular um, or current spiritual path, feels really drawn to understand. Um, and I know sure. that I um, couldn't have done this work outside of this really special place in the Twin Cities where we have this huge folk um, community of musicians and, and dancers as well as the, the, the ripeness of our pagan community. It's a very, it's a very special place. And uh, anyone who has not been to the Twin Cities, um, you know, I think Paganicon is uh, just a wonderful place to come in and, experience the diversity that we have uh grown here over the many decades of of uh you know of, of being being in community. Yes. And and introducing those who who have not been involved in the pagan community to new thoughts, uh and, and new ways right. too. That yeah, know, yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think everywhere, so, um, everywhere, yeah. No, go ahead. Let me say, everywhere around the world, you know, where I've gone to, even in um, Scandinavia, when I've gone to these gatherings, every place has its own unique um, flavor and diversity. And um, I just think there's something, and it, I suppose I might be, um, um, you know, it might be because I'm from here, but I really do think the Twin Cities has, a, you know, this this the mid this little area really has a, a unique and 
um, amazing kind of diversity that you don't really see elsewhere. You know, you're you're absolutely right, Kari. We've had the Edge magazine for about 25 years here in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I've talked to other publishers in other parts of the country, and it's not the same. Um, here we have such a... Um, a stable community as far as alternative spirituality and and alternative mm-hmm. health and and things like that. So it is it's a very special area here in Minneapolis and St. Yeah. Paul. So yes, it is. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. So now you're going to be doing the opening for Wendy Rule. Um, for those that have not heard of Wendy, and I've actually heard of Wendy. I, I was a big fan of Gary Stadler mm-hmm. for many many years. Mm-hmm. And um, I know she had done some some work with him because her name came right to me as soon as I heard it. Um, but you're going to be opening for her. Tell us a little bit about what that show, what the concert's going to be like, and the times and and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Well, I, I Wendy. This is her first, or his. This is Wendy's fourth time in the Twin Cities. Um, she is, uh, she and I have a very similar style in terms of our concerts tend to be ritual performances that, um, Uh that have aspects that sort of include, um, the other, uh, other, include the audience involvement. So, um, um, she, uh, she has, I don't know exactly what she's going to, do this this time she oftentimes comes with um with well she'll have her guitar i'm sure and um her original work is really um what uh amazing but i also loved so much loved her mm-hmm. jazz uh cd that she put together she's just a really versatile um a versatile singer songwriter performer um so i think it'll be um I think it'll give give everybody the shivers. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Let me see. I yeah. think the concert, Lori. I think Lori knows the schedule right offhand. Yep, and we can go right back to Lori too. So, Lori, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the other special events that are going on. Let's start with the concert, like the times, things like that. We also want to find out where can someone go when they are ready to order tickets and what are the costs and does it cost anything just to come and attend and and visit uh, vendors and if there's going to be vendors, what what type of people can they expect to see, all that that info. Okay, well... um First of all, for the Friday night concert with um, Kari Trine and Wendy Rule, that starts at 8.30 Friday night. For those who are interested in coming to the concert itself, there is a separate ticket price if they just want to attend the concert. But they're going to miss out if they don't come to uh, the event because there's so much going on. Um, we have these sides, all of our workshops, discussions. We've got a social space with that. This, this, all of this occurs at the Doubletree Park Place Hotel um, in St. Louis Park. It's right off of 394. And if you've ever been at the hotel, there's an area of hotel suites um, right next to the pool. 
And all of those rooms are blocked off for hospitality rooms and party rooms that are organized by various groups throughout the the pagan community who come to Paganicon to promote their group or um, share information about what it is that they do as a group. And they, they create a very social inviting space for people who want to learn more about them, learn more about their past paganism, that it's it's a it's a very it's a very uh, inclusive environment, I should say. Um, so we've got the so we've got the hospitality rooms, the party rooms. We also have um, throughout the weekend we've got the vendor room, as you mentioned, Kathy. Now the vendor room is free and open to the public. So even if you don't register for the event, um, you can come. We've got a number of vendors that uh, come to um, Paganicon. They sell an array of just about everything you're going to find um, at Paganicon. Um, We've got a list of vendors already on our website. If you're interested to see who is coming for coming to see who the vendors are um, that will be there at the vendor room. We also have the third offering art show. The third offering gallery is a is an art show that we've been doing, I think, since 2012. Um, and it's a temporary gallery which is created to showcase fine arts and crafts made by pagan and polytheistic artists within the contents of their own culture. So um, the third offering references three traditional offerings of gratitude to the gods, water for life, food for sustenance, and beauty to feed the soul. soul. So that's where that comes from. Um, We have that open throughout the weekend. That is also free to the public. So... And that is something that people can attend. But, of course, if you just come for the vendor room and the art gallery, that's great, but you're going to be missing out on so much more. Um, we've got the Friday night concert, which Kari talked a lot about. And and I'm going to say that's going to be an amazing performance. I know Kari is an amazing artist and Wendy. I've been to her concerts, and they're both amazing artists. So you're going to miss out if you don't go. <laughs> And we also have, and we have um, the third. We have our Equinox Ball event on Saturday nights. The Equinox Ball is going to be headlined by the Nathaniel Johnstone Band, which I talked about earlier. So that's going to be a part of the event. Plus, you have all these amazing workshops, panel discussions, the social space. You've got. Um, all kinds of opportunities to learn, share information, meet other pagans in the communities. Now, for um, getting back to, we were talking. I talked a little bit about ticket prices. We do have both weekend and register a full weekend, and we also have day passes available. Um, we right now are have a, a pre-registration rate for the full weekend. 
It's $75 for the whole weekend. It's a pre-registration rate, but that does go up on February 22nd so to $90. So if you're interested in the event, you definitely want to register within the next six days. We also have special discounts for young adult registration and child registration. And as I said before, we've got the day passes for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We've got a Friday night concert um, pass if you just want to attend the Friday night concert. And then, of course, we've got a ticket price just specifically for Saturday night. So... And everybody can get those. Everyone can get those tickets on the org. Yep. If you go to www.paganacon.org, that's our website. You will find a link there to registration. You will find links to information about what to expect at Paganacon. You're going to find information about our guest of honors. Um, our guests of honors, our featured guests, our guest ritualists, um, are the entertainment that will be there, uh, more information about the art show, who is going to be vending. All that information is our website. Hotel information you'll find there. Uh, let me see. What else do we have on here? Um, information about who is doing the party suites, the groups that are coming to provide social space at Pinganacon. Um and let me see. Oh also so people that are coming from year, out of town can stay at the ho- stay at the mm-hmm. hotel. Is there special pricing for that? Um where they can get special we, pricing yep. on the rooms or okay. Yep. yep. Okay. We do have a uh I, let me just take a look here. I believe that we have a special discount you need to mention that we that you're a part of the Paganicon group. We have a some rooms blocked off for our particular event that allow a discount if you're coming in from out of town. Um and there's plenty of rooms available there at at the event. So um so the food available to, as well? Oh yeah. Yep. Well Okay. They have the restaurant there at the location. I believe it's called the Dover. Uh, the Dover restaurant is at the hotel. And I have to say, the Dover restaurant, the people at the hotel there are absolutely wonderful. They really go out of the way to accommodate our guests at Paganicon. In the past, they've even um, offered special um, menu items and beverages just for our event. So they really go out of the way to provide um, offerings and make our guests feel welcome. Um, Other than that, you know, if you're looking, if you're going through um, all the various hospitality and party suites, uh, most groups do provide, you know, little snacks here and there. Um, But there's also within that area of the hotel, you're going to find an amazing array of restaurants um, and uh, coffee shops, fast food, just about everything in that area. It's right in, just right off of downtown Minneapolis. So there's plenty of um, places to find food, and uh, you know you will not go hungry. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I wanted to ask both Nels 
and Kari, are you both going to have your books for sale at the show at the at the con- conference? So yeah, I, absolutely. Go, okay, go ahead, Kari. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I will have um, books and CDs available. I'm also teaching Saturday morning a uh, Volvastov workshop, which is the um, Nordic um, pathway methodology that I've devised over the last 10 years. So um, um, I'll have things there, and then after that, they will be available at in the vendor room through the Eye of Horus because I have uh, an agreement with them that they will go ahead and take care of all that for me, <laughs> which will be wonderful. Oh, that's I, wonderful. Then I can just, yes, then I can just attend workshops and, and panel discussions. I, I really like the panel discussions a lot. So so that's for me, and how about oh. you know? Uh, yeah, we, we'll have our book available at the conference. I, I believe we have a book signing scheduled for Saturday afternoon. And we'll have them on hand, and we can personally sign them for you. And and it's a a, a fairly complete book. If you're uh, looking, the title "Taking Sacred Back" is is about the the use of ritual, uh, you know, created just for for you and your group. And so this is kind of a guidebook on how to put together a team and and put together a ritual that will be meaningful for your group. So it's a great resource guide for people, and uh, we'll be talking to people there. Oh, that sounds great. Now, I know that I missed a lot of questions, so we've got about 15 minutes. If you guys would like to give any more information on Anything that you're doing solely or the event overall, I'm sure that everyone would love to hear it. since I'm not real familiar with the conference myself, um, I may have missed some some uh, really good points. Um, one thing that Kari just brought up was about the panel, um, the panels, and uh, tell me a little bit about those and, and what what are those usually about? What kind of topics? Well, I I've really enjoyed the panels because um, the topics are so varied, and you get uh, somebody who moderates. The panel, and then um, and then gives, gets a few people to speak to a specific topic. I was on a panel um, two years ago, I think, that was about appropriating cultural um, materials, and my perspective on it was was unique because um, because I've had people appropriate my cultural materials. Um, from my own uh, Nordic Scandinavian heritage, um, which was really, uh, you know, usually we think about European people of European descent um, appropriating other people's cultures, but what happens when your own culture, you find your your own culture is being appropriated, <laughs> and um, so that was kind of a that was a lot of fun, um, and then the. There's a diverse topics we we had. I think there's, isn't there going to be a panel um, from some folks from Black Lives Matter going to come? And uh, Lori maybe can speak more to that. But um. mm-hmm. but the oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, 
<laughs> I was I was waiting for Lori to step in there, so I was trying to be quiet. I would but, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> that happens, you know. This this being on the phone, we can't see each other, so it's a little bit harder That's to right. know what's going on. <laughs> Especially when there's more than two people on the line. So, <laughs> but um, okay. Well, um, Lori, was there going to be? Are you with us, Lori? Oh, we might have dropped her. Let me take a look okay. here. Ah, yeah. I think we. I think we dropped her. Oh no, she's here, but she's hold on here. Let me see if I can get her back on here. Hey, Lori. Are you there? Hmm. Well, I'm on the website. I can probably just look look some of that stuff up. Nels, you were going to say something? Yeah, I, I was. I was just going to say she's probably desperately looking for the schedule to talk about it. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll jump back in about ritual. The ritual is going to be at 6:30 on Friday, which will be before uh, Kari's and Wendy Rules concert. So this will be a perfect time. It's usually after people have, the vendors are all in, people are settled in their hotel rooms. And, you know, we expect, uh, we're planning on 200 plus people just for this ritual event. And mm-hmm. um, we're, we're planning a, a very sensory experience. We're going to explore the differences between direct and indirect experience. Um, and you know it's as it turned out, it's a pretty timely topic because people um people you know act and get upset about what they read or what they hear and and you know they're they're more and uh, and more uh, drawn to uh consider uh second hand experience news as things mm-hmm. that really affect their lives and so uh we're gonna use some sensory tools to uh present to people different uh direct experiences and and then we're going to uh, uh uh we're calling it crack the mirror because that's what the lady of Shalat did we're going to uh in- inspire and encourage people to set aside the illusion that another person's story can make a meaningful life for us um and so uh, through that we're going to you know empower people to, you know, approach the conference, you know, with both an open mind, but to experience, you know, exactly what they see, not what they hear or what they think, but, you know, when as they go about learning about all the different topics presented at Paganicon to, you know, experience and assess them for their own and integrate them into their spiritual life. Uh, so we'll be doing that on Friday, and then we'll jump right into the concert. So it's it's going to be a busy Friday. So if you're coming to the conference, yeah. get there early and get ready to go. Oh yeah, the pagan right. uh, the panel on the panel on Friday um, is is there's one on um, GLBT pagans, and then there's one paganism and mental health. That's at three thirty. I'm hoping to get to that one. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff Friday. So then the opening rituals going to be just ex- so exciting with Nelson, Judy, and then there's a close. Yeah. There's like a ritual at the end of the evening Friday. So it's just going to be a huge day. Yeah, it just sounds Friday. like it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Saturday well, we've got one, Pagans and the Environment, How Faith Can Save the Earth. That's going to be a panel discussion. Um, indigenous Appropriation and Paganism is a panel discussion. I just think it's Standing Rock, Modern Day Struggles of the Lakota, Nakota, and Dakota um, will be one of the presentations. I mean, this is just, oh, Pagan Clergy addressing how how to deal with the sex offenders and ex-felons. <laughs> I mean, just some really intense. Uh, this is a, I think that's wow. one thing they always say about the Twin Cities. It's it's kind of an over-educated <laughs> area. <laughs> we just, we really like digging into some serious, heavy topics. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it sounds like there's some useful topics, too. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, that is great. You know, I I really appreciate you guys coming on and talking with me today about Paganicon, and I'm hoping to show up at some point. So hopefully, I'll be able to meet all of you there. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So, great to meet yes, you. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. Well, make sure yeah, you well, introduce yourself. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, make, sure you, make sure you come up and say hi. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I will. I will for sure. Absolutely. I love putting a face with a name after I do an interview, especially. <laughs> it's nice Definitely. to get to um, people in person. Absolutely. Well, um, I hope everyone ha- I hope you guys have a great show. Kari, I hope that the concert goes well and that your workshop goes well. And Nels, same with you, that the ritual is is wonderful and everyone gets a lot out of that um and i hope you both have a great weekend and Lori, if you're out there i see you're still on but i'm not sure for some reason she can't communicate with me i'm not sure why but um i appreciate all of you coming on today to talk about Paganicon. let's just go over real quick can you hear about, me um, there you are i can who Hello. is this is Lori? yes are you back with I us i don't know why i kept <laughs> Oh, I kept talking, and it was like nobody could hear me. It was like I just can't figure out why. <laughs> so, but thank you. Sometimes and now the best. <laughs> Sometimes blog talk radio is interesting that way. So, um, I apologize. It was like I'm here. I'm here. It happens. Oh, it does happen. I wanted to go over just real quick the basics for someone who may have just tuned in or somebody who's going to be downloading the program. Um, the dates, the times, the place, the right. the cost, all that good stuff, just the basic information okay. and the website and, and all that. Right, right. So, okay, so this is the Pecanicon event. It's scheduled from March 17th through the 19th. 2017. It starts Friday. Um, people can start arriving at 11 o'clock Friday. Um, our, all of our workshops and everything pretty much kicks off right at 1 o'clock Friday afternoon. And if you look at us, we have the schedule of all of our work- workshops and everything is on our website. Our website is www.pecanicon.org. Um, we go Pretty much from 1 o'clock Friday, we go full steam ahead uh, all throughout the a full day on Saturday. And then we've got workshops and everything going all the way up until 6 p.m. when Nels and Judy do the closing ritual. They kind of, uh, as they open the event Friday night, they close out the event on Sunday um, evening. So it's a, a nice way to start and 
end the event with some of the work that they'll be doing there. Um, if you come, you, you can purchase a full weekend rate as well as day rates. We've got passes for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We also have discounts for young adults, and we also have a child rate. If you have children, oh, by the way, and I wanted to mention this, this is something I was going to mention, we do have children's uh, programming for children during the day on Saturday. Um, it is specific child-centered program. So um, if you do have children and you, you know, are interested in, in what we have for children's uh, programming for children, that's available on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> we've got the Friday night concert. As There's a separate rate if you just want to attend the concert, and there's also a separate uh, pass rate for the Saturday night Equinox Ball as well. And the Equinox Ball is awesome. Besides the awesome um, entertainment that we're going to have at the Nathaniel Johnstone Band, everybody dresses up. Um, in costume, um, they usually wear something that's pretty much related to our theme. Now, our theme is, Nell's almost got it right, it's a, it's a journey through the underworld, um, a, a through the looking glass journey through the underworld. And so that's the theme of the event. Many of our workshops, the um, the a lot of the stuff that goes on is pretty much centered through our theme. Um, let me see what else did I want to talk about. There was one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, am I still there? Yep. Yep. Hello? Yep. You're still here. Okay. <laughs> yep. You're still here. Okay. Just want to make sure I lost you once before. I was like, I, oh, I no, understand your concern. <laughs> The other thing that I wanted to mention also that's open and free to the public besides the art show and the the vendor room is we also have a host of healers and people who do divinations come to the event. And if you're interested in getting a tarot reading, a runes reading, something like that, or you want a massage or Reiki healing, you can come to the event and actually get those services at our event. They're there for, uh, of course, for the conference attendees, but they're also open to the public. So that's another feature of the event that we have. Um, let me see. So I've covered the rates, the website. Um, do you think there's anything else that uh, people might be interested in? I'm sure anything of something else here. Yeah, your site is wonderful. There, there's a ton of information on there, so if people can get to the website, there's it's so easy to get around on and find the info too. So that's helpful. Uh, I just wanted to jump in and uh, give a plug for a couple projects that Judy and I are involved in uh, that are local. Mm -hmm. uh, we produce sacred fire circle experiences in the summertime. And uh, I invite people to just do a web search for Sacred Fire Circle, and ours is in paradise, and you can read about it. And we also work with a sum summer festival, Sacred Harvest Festival, in August, which is up in northern Wisconsin. And, again, a web search will pop that right up. But these are experiences that, you know, in an outdoor level have the same kind of features. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Thank you for that. Great. And just to plug, what, to follow up on what um, Nels just said, 
that's if you're looking for summer festivals and want to find out what's happening in the Twin Cities community, Paganicon is a wonderful place to come and learn about what is happening. We are we are lucky here in the Twin Cities area that we do have such a large pagan community, and we've got people like Nels and Kari who are elders and pillars in the community who are just wonderful resources for anybody who is thinking about paganism and what does it mean and, and wants more information. And that's our goal at Twin City Pagan Pride is to provide education and information to the general public, someone who's seeking information or just wants more information about what's happening in the, the local community. So, um yeah. If for any other reason, you know, besides the entertainment value, the information you're going to learn about various paths, um, the connections that can be made at Pagan at at Paganicon are, are some that last a lifetime. So, yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I look forward to seeing you all there, and thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Uh, it was a little bit challenging with all of us on, but I think we did okay. I think it was right, wonderful. Well, thank you, Thanks for having us. <laughs> Have a so wonderful happy, evening, and, and we'll see you all soon. Thank you. Yes? All right. Thank you, too. Bye now. Bye now. Yep, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Blog Talk Radio, Edge Talk Radio, once again, and um, please visit www.edgemagazine.net to find out more. Also, go to www.paganicon.org and um, to find out any information that we talked about here today. So, until next month, uh, thanks for coming and thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye now. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.